For our Maplewood After Show, we are inviting you, the listener, to send us questions about Maplewood, Rattlestead, or the podcast, or us, or anything at all. If you would like to send a question to us uh, to have it read on the air, email it to guaranteedadventures at gmail.com. Welcome to Guaranteed Adventures, where the story might change, but the adventure is guaranteed. I'm your GM, Tim, and going around the table, we've got... Nathan, playing Bertram Honksleaf. Seth, playing Otis Segrain. The other Seth, playing Quill Graybill. Kyle, playing Jean Auton. Jean, Jean, Jean. Jean, Jean, Jean. No more talk, talk. Now it's time to walk, walk. walk. Yes. Oui, oui, oui. Last session, you guys researched all of your findings from the bandits. Uh, Then you decided to try and find the bandit teleportation pad in the marsh on your way to the tenders in Winnowing Reach. Otis collected some supplies to aid you on your journey. As you were going through the marsh, you started hearing some screeching sounds, and Quill followed the sound, and the group came upon a cobble fright and some bird folk skeletons harassing a gallus, uh, the chicken bird folk. He was a scholar dressed in ceremonial robes who was uh, trapped up a tree. And at the end of last session, we rolled initiative. Up first, we have Quill Graybell. So, um, yeah, since I am a uh, ranger, a dread ambusher, one of the things that i can do is i can at the start of my first turn for each combat my walking speed increases by 20 or by 10 so now i have a walking speed of 35 and i can take an additional weapon attack as part of my action so i can do extra damage to that as well so nice i think um do they know that we're coming uh no okay i think i am first going to bonus action hunter's mark uh, cast Hunter's Mark on the uh, one of these small bird folk. Okay. So that just happens. Yep. I can add a, a D6 uh, anytime I'm attacking that. Okay. Are we within about 30 feet? Yes. Okay, yeah, you're, you're pretty close there. So I'm still on top of Jean. An 18. Uh, that hits. A 15. That hits. Let's see. I get two attacks. My extra attack. 24. All, all three. Yep. Perfect. And uh, I'll let you, if you kill one with with two hits, I'll let you redirect that third shot to somebody else if you need to. Okay, so I get to roll 2d6, uh, 9 plus 3, so 12 damage. Nice. <laughs> Barely up. Barely up. Second attack, um, which I get to do with my Dread Ambusher, so I get to add a d8 to this. Okay. 2d6 and a d8. Oh, he has one hit point, so, I mean... Let her roll. I'll just do my regular second attack, which is just two regular D6. Okay. If you want to if you want to switch attacks to, to hit, target somebody else, I'll let you do that. Um. Okay, yeah. Yeah, I'll switch to a different bird folk. Okay. So I only get one D6 and a D8 then. Okay. Because that one doesn't have uh, my Hunter's Mark on it yet. Correct. That's seven damage to the second one. Okay. Nice. And then nine damage for my actual second attack okay so, uh to the first one or to the second one we'll just do the, we'll kill the first one okay first one's gone he is do you need to move your hunter's mark? dead 
So on the next turn, I can use a bonus action to move my hunter's yeah. mark. Yeah. It doesn't automatically move when you kill a creature, right? Mm, yes. Are you still on my antlers? Or yes. did you get off? I'm still on your antlers. Yep. Okay. So knowing that John is about to charge, I will jump off. And since I have 35 feet of movement, I'll run towards the island. So I'm on a tree and uh, just try to stay within 30 feet of everything. Okay. Yeah, so it's, just, it's, it's kind of, it's not full difficult terrain, but it's like you're in marshes, so it's not like you're able to get to the island for sure, okay, and we're there. Uh, Jean? Would I know what size creature the big thing is? Yeah, it is a large creature. I think you guys, I think you might be large, but everybody else is small. Um, what? They'd be, me- you guys are medium. Medium. Right? I'm small. Okay. I'm small. Oh, How you're small? How far away is the people. big uh, within charging distance. Within 30 feet? Yeah. I'm going to use my antlers, yeah. which lets me, if I move at least 20 feet in a straight line, I can spend a bonus action to charge them. Yeah. Dealing an extra 1d6 points of piercing damage. If the target of my choice is large or small, yeah. they must make a strength saving throw. Ooh, okay. 19. 19 hits. And I have to make a strength save? Strength save against... Uh, my proficiency bonus plus eight plus my strength modifier, so that is, fifteen. Got it. Uh, that's eight damage. Eight. Nice. Uh, rolled a seventeen for the strength save. You uh, you charge into him and uh, knock some bones, kind of go flying off of this big kind of creature that's made up of a bunch of these smaller things. Next up is actually the cobble fright. What does the cobble fright look like? Uh, so these bird skeletons are kind of uh, just like what they are, the skeletons of a bird. And it's just like a whole combination of like maybe five, six, seven of these things that have all joined together to make like this big thing. Uh, so this guy has multi-attacks, so he's going to make uh, two claw attacks at you, and then he's going to try and grab you. Uh, so the first two, does a 16 hit? It ties. It ties. Meets it, it beats it. Meets it, beats it. So he rolled uh, a 22 and then a 16. So you'll take 16 slashing damage uh, from those two just massive claws that are uh, coming at you. And then he's going to try and grab you. 18. Uh, target is grappled. Yeah, it's a DC 15 strength strength save. Strength save? It's a strength or, or, saving Sorry, throw? sorry, check. Strength check. At the beginning of your next round, you, you can do that. You're, you're just grappled now, so you can't move anywhere. But at the beginning of your next turn, you can either spend an action to do that or you can just attack. There's no disadvantage to attack. I don't need to do anything now? No, no. You don't need to do anything now. He just has you in his grips. Otis. Okay. So the cobble fright is like at the base of a tree? Yes. Right. And the chicken guy is up in a tree branch? Yes. Okay. I will, as a bonus action, cast jump. Okay. Uh, using, using your ring, using of, my ring. of amazing jumping, yeah, my, my bracelet of jumping, uh, and I've got my rope that's tied to my backpack. Okay, I'm gonna hand one end of the rope to Bertram, yes. and say alley oop, and I'm gonna <laughs> jump up into the tree branch with the chicken guy. Yes. Okay. Uh, make an athletics check uh, or acrobatics, sorry, with advantage. Twenty-four. Nice. Yeah, super easy just to jump in there. You pin, uh, pin perfect, just right in there. And I just want to grab the chicken guy, hand him the rope, and say, hold on tight. And I'm just going to hug him and fall off the side with both of us. Okay. All right. 
Because I figure with both of us, we probably weigh more than Bertram. <laughs> yeah. So uh, the we'll we'll come to that when it's when it's Bertram's turn. Um, right now, we'll say you're still on the branch. Sure. You'll fall when it's his turn. Uh, so now it's the the birdfolk. Uh, his turn. They're gonna actually charge after. Gonna charge after Quill. Bring uh, it on, come on. So they make it out to you. So this, they're gonna make uh, a. They just get one attack each. Sixteen? Uh, nope. Nope. Woo! And then the second one misses too. Uh, so the, you just got these two like bird folk uh, trying to attack you with little swords and everything. Uh, so now it's the Gallus's scholar's turn, and he's just visibly shaking like what are we doing and he's like with his wings just like wraps you up too he's like ah! trust me I'm a maple leaf <laughs> oh oh okay so he gets like this calm expression on his face then and everything's okay and that brings us to Bertram <laughs> and so I'm holding this rope <laughs> you are holding this rope uh, Otis and this uh, scholar are toppling off the tree what are you doing? Uh, I'm just going to keep holding on to it. Just not really thinking like, uh, alley okay. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. So they, you guys start falling and uh, go ahead and make a dexterity saving throw okay. uh, for the Otis. Go ahead and make that. Because you're just holding on to the rope, yes. right? Yeah. <laughs> I'm just like, uh... Suppose I'd have disadvantage since I also have a chicken hugging me. Yes. Okay. Yep. I think that's fair. Okay, well, that was pretty bad. That's even worse. Even worse. worse. Nine. Okay. Uh, Good let... thing I have a plus seven. <laughs> <laughs> oh, let me roll for this guy, too. Uh, yeah, so what he is able to do, though, uh, you just start kind of, like, flailing around his arms. He ends up grabbing you with his... Uh, the chicken feet and spreading out his wings and so all of the bird folk have this uh, glide ability but that's mostly only meant for them not really carrying people uh, so as you hit you'll still take uh, some damage but it won't be uh, as bad okay you only take one damage uh, Bertram <laughs> yes <laughs> anything else that you want to do with your turn um, so am I well what I was trying to do was cat was like lift him up like a pulley as we fell down, launch oh, him in the air. You weren't falling. Oh, okay. Because we still had the rope, and so now it would be over the tree branch. Gotcha. Okay. So the bro- the rope is now over the tree branch with these two on the ground. Yes. And Bertram, you're just I'm, there. Um. So now that I'm up in the tree branch, uh, let I guess that's that, that was my goal. My goal was yeah. to launch him into the air. Gotcha. That makes sense now. Yeah. So they fall. You just get pulled up into the air. And now you're, we'll just say, like, 30 feet up in the air. Okay. Um, I would like to try to land on the Cobble Fright. Yep. Yeah. And I'd like to bonus action rage, though, as I'm in the air. Like, yes. <laughs> Let's go. What does it Woo. look like as you're gliding down? Uh, oh, no, I'm not gliding. Oh, you're just falling. <laughs> I'm just going, like, I'm just going to uh, suplex more. Give him the people's elbow. Sonic boom. Like, I'm just, like... Like, like tossed in the air first. I'm like, whoa, whoa, what? And then realizing, oh, I'm on top of this guy now. <laughs> and I'm ready to put my whole weight into my shoulder as I'm ready just to, like, smack it, smash into yes. the cobble fright. Uh, make an attack with advantage. We'll say that because that's awesome. That would be a 19 to hit. Yeah, that hits. Cool. Uh, and now you are on top of this uh, cobble fright. Uh, I'd like to, I guess, then, since I get two... Two attacks. Can yeah. I swing it up with a uh, Warhammer again? Go for it. Cool. Yes. 
Absolutely. This one won't be with advantage. Sure. That's fine. 17 to hit. Yeah, that hits. That will be uh, seven points of damage. Yeah. You you have uh, broken some bones on this bony creature. <laughs> I guess I'd like to go into a frenzy as I'm doing this, but that'll end my nice. turn, though. Okay. So. Yes. Perfect. What does frenzy do? So, turns after this, I'll be able to make three attacks per turn, basically. Love nice. it. Love it. All right, Quill, you're up. So I get two birds, kind of attack, or skeletons. How many yeah, stones? Two birds, one stone. <laughs> Let me show you. <laughs> I want to see. Um, yeah, they're, they're uh, up I'm on your I'm going to take biscuits. two attack, uh, opportunity attacks, so I'm going to try to get away from them. Ooh, yeah. So. Uh, ooh, natural 19 for a 23? Absolutely not. Really? Nope, does not hit. No. <laughs> Correct. It does, it, it does hit. Okay. <laughs> I was like, I know you guys are OP, but not that OP. Uh, okay, just one hits for uh, four damage. I'm just going to you know, shrug that off, run away. Okay. Um, bonus action, move it to the one that I... Is the one that I also attacked, is it looking pretty hurt? Yes. Okay, yeah. so I'll bonus action the other one. Okay. Um, and attack that one first. Okay. The the healthy one. The healthy one. Gotcha. Ooh, that might not hit. 12? A 12 is the AC. Okay. Meets pizza. You got it. 10 damage. Nice. Oh, he's looking rough. He's looking rough. He's okay. not dead yet, but he's looking rough. Well, I'll take my second attack on him. Okay. Same, yeah. same one. Go for it. I mean, roll to 12, so. Yeah. And then I do 11 damage. Yeah, you just burst him apart as uh, you completely decimate that guy. And so, Otis, you you have the gallus and you're on the ground now? Yep. On the ground by the cobble fright. Okay. Yep, that's it. Sweet. Uh, Jean. Uh, Jean's currently grappled or whatever. Yes. And he's just going to look at this thing. Is he, like, how's he being grappled? Is like, do they have arms? Yes. So is, it like, is he like holding it like face to face? Yeah. And so it's like uh, different wing bones and leg bones that are making up these arms. Mm. So I'm just going to look and go, you'll get hitting a moose knight of the maple leaf. And then he's going to use his valve enmity, oh. which gives him advantage on all attack rolls against a creature for one minute. Yes. And she said I wouldn't get anything bad for attacking. Yeah. And first one's over 20. That, yeah, that hits. And the second one's also over 20. Nice. Yeah, both both of them. You just start wailing on his bones. So that is 12 damage for the first. Okay, nice. And then 18 for the second. Okay. None of this is, is uh, completely unrelated, but none of this is poison damage, right? Okay. Hmm. <laughs> 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 Interesting. Interesting. <laughs> just Ten of it was forced, <laughs> if that means anything. Yeah, uh, I picked no, up some poison while I was... Uh, all right, so it is the Cobble Fright's turn. Uh, Otis, you're up next. Uh, the Cobble Fright is actually going to try and do a grab on Bertram. No, uh, that's uh, that is a not on because that's only a ten, and that doesn't. He's going to try it again. Uh, a twenty, not that, not natural, but that will hit. That will hit. Okay, so you are also grappled then. Um, and what this Cobble Fright has is something called a Soul Siphon. Oh. So, uh, one creature the Cobble Fright has grappled must make a DC 14 con save or take 2d10 necrotic damage. Uh, Jean, make a constitution save. Maybe I should get in there too, get grappled. Yeah, yeah. I can jump on top of him. Get grappled. There you go. 17. 17, yeah. You, uh, you only take five necrotic damage. Uh, next, we've got Otis. 
Uh, there's still one other guy left. Uh, they're both the uh, closer to Quill. Yeah. But yes, there are. There is one guy left. Okay. I'm going to hand the rooster guy the quarterstaff and say, stay right next to me. I'm going to keep you safe. And with him in tow, I just want to move more towards Quill and chuck a knife at the last guy. Do it. Yeah. Yeah. He, on his turn, he'll use his movement stuff to, to just follow you. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah? Well, I rolled a 19, so it's like a 25 or something. Yes. 26. Oh, yeah. That'll for sure hit. Uh, is he is he next to Quill or is he a ways away? Yeah, he's that a ways would, away. Okay, so yeah. that would. I'm I'm just trying to determine if I get sneak attack or not. Oh yeah, you and me both. Not you and me both. That's uh, five. Five. Oh, so close. Uh, he's uh, really looking rough. Really looking hit. As a bonus action. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I would like to throw another knife. Do it. Yes. Take but on him the blunt out. edge, so that way it's bludgeoning damage, right? Yeah. Uh huh. No. Well, yeah. that is a. 10. <laughs> Ooh, it just it slides right through the rib bones and just kind of goes right on through. The blunt end! The blunt <laughs> end! Oh, it is. The blunt end! Ah, shoot! <laughs> That's right. The It is the bird folk, the skeleton's turn now. Uh, there's only one of them left up alive. Otis, since you heard him, he's just gonna, not very smart, so he's just gonna come after you. Ooh, 22 to hit. It's a hit. Everybody's getting damage! Uh, that's five damage this time. Uh, on you okay. with a short sword. I'd like to uncanny dodge to have that. Uh, so round down, so that's two damage. The scholar uh, has come and run up next to you. Uh, he's like, ah, ah, follow your lead, right? Smash him! And he's going <laughs> to smack it with the quarterstaff that you gave him. Uh, and he rolled a two, so <laughs> <laughs> he does not hit at all. That's just fair. Thanks. Completely whiffs. I'm so sorry. I was just following your lead. <laughs> uh, Bertram. You're up. You are grappled by this thing, yeah, but you're on top of it. I'm in its face. It's close enough where I need to be. Yep. So I'm just going to go ahead and uh, just keep winning out with my hammer. <laughs> and I'm actually going to go ahead and attack recklessly. Ooh, I like it. Good thing, huh? Uh, yeah, that is a 12 on the first hit. <laughs> oh, that does not... It, it just bounces off a hard piece of bone. Yep. Uh, I'm your frenzy in. Uh, second attack. Okay, that is a 22 to hit. Yes, 22 hits. And go, go ahead and roll your third attack, yeah. Yeah. Bonus action, frenzied attack. Yes. Uh, that is 17 to hit. Yes. Yeah, but, uh, those last two hit. 22 damage. <laughs> nice. Oof. Yeah, he is looking pretty rough now. Still up, but looking pretty bad. Quill. All right, so bonus action put Hunter Spark on the big guy. Yes. I like it. Otis, use the blunt end. Finish off the little guy. You got it. All right, and then I'm going to aim my two attacks on the big guy. Nice. Yeah, do it. Uh, 24 is the lowest one. Yeah, yep, 24 hits. Perfect. And I get sneak attack because... Because, yep, you've got allies Thanks, Bertram. In time. You're welcome. <laughs> Not John, John just Bertram. John's getting soul sucked out. Yeah. <laughs> 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 you, said said. <laughs> you you really could have had, had sneak attack. Thought you were time. besties. Tunnel vision. I, I'm going to blame it on tunnel vision. It's like those Telltale games. Jean will remember this. <laughs> yes. Oh no. Yes. Actually, Jean won't remember this. <laughs> Jean won't remember this. Jean's too busy getting his soul sucked out to notice. Okay, so the first attack will be 3d6 plus three, eleven damage. Okay. And then the second attack will just be nine damage. Nine damage. Oh, 
He's looking real close. Is that your turn? I will run back towards the bird folk so that way Otis can get sneak attack. I, I have sneak attack since he's next to me. Oh. I'm he, a swashbuckler, so I get okay, that if, yeah. Never mind. if they're next to me. I will stay put. All right, John. Can you finish off this thing while your soul is getting sucked out of your body? With advantage. With advantage. That's over 20 for the first yeah. attack. Yeah. Roll the second one. If you want to, he has... Uh, you can't not kill him. Over 20. <laughs> <laughs> you just... <laughs> yes. Let's see how much Grinding more we can kill a undead thing. <laughs> 16 damage. Yep. Yeah, he's, he's broken apart. Completely... 8 damage. <laughs> he had... Three HP left. <laughs> oh, make the ending more epic than that. Well, okay. How do you kill him? <laughs> John is frustrated that he's got his soul sucked out. He's been attacked. He's just going to take his halberd and just start just wailing, like swinging yes. wildly in front of himself at this body and face and yes. grotesque bird bones and whatnot. And for everybody else, you just see, like, bones flying apart from different areas. They're just flinging across all this area. Some land in the bush. Oh, I bet you just fall down from being grappled. Yeah, you guys just are immediately dropped. and Let's just and keep grabbed. whacking it. <laughs> so it doesn't come back up. Nice. Okay. Yeah. Bertram just sees him, like, wailing on this bird skeleton amalgamation. And you just see Bertram will remember this. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, nice. All right. Well, Paul our- realizes that. John is down there. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Our Cobble Fright's gone, so Otis, you're up next. Uh, I'm going to try to smash this dude with the butt of my dagger. Yes. The one that's left in front of me. 15. 15, yep. You, yeah. And as a swashbuckler, since I'm the only guy next to him, (laughs) I get that sneak attack. Here we go. Do it. Completely take him out. 27. (laughs) 27. Wow. That would have killed two of them. <laughs> you, again, the, the Cobble Fright's getting obliterated over there. Somehow with the butt of a dagger, Otis uh, completely obliterates the skeleton. Uh, and it is just you guys uh, and this scholar. Uh, Did Otis going to get over his fright of these? When he saw somebody that needed his help and he got up there to help him, yes, he did kind of. He, he jumped more into action when he saw that somebody needed help. Nice. What does Bertram look like as a, like, I don't know, frenzied uh, goose barbarian right now? Feathers <laughs> <laughs> are just all ruffled. Yeah, like, like kind of feathers are a little bit more standing up-ish, and you just kind of just going... <laughs> yes. <laughs> yep, like arms it's waving like a out. Arm. <laughs> <laughs> and then as this as the battle concludes, so we just like <laughs> <laughs> the fight John just pulled out his little button and just pushes it. <laughs> <laughs> that's how you get that's how you get Bertram out of his rage, is just a little button. <laughs> Uh, 
Uh, all right, so uh, the how many scholar, experience points do we get? Uh, you got all of the experience points. Level, level ten now. Level, uh, level eleven. 20? Turn it up Ooh, to level eleven. 11. Okay, right. you said Sick. it. I, 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 and what I say goes. I'm already so, in the character. Our podcasters like listening to us try to jump yeah. ahead five levels. Or, the rest of this it. adventure is just you guys leveling up, <laughs> figuring out your every new single levels. episode. Every so ten we're minutes. Level 11, right? No. I'm, a, I'm here. <laughs> I'm, I'm here. I'm, I'm in a level. Uh, level 20? <laughs> the chicken uh, scholar guy uh, turns to you. He's like, oh, thank you so much for saving me. There's no way I would have done that uh, on my own. Uh, here, let me uh, let me help you. And he goes over to uh, Jean and he uh, casts a uh, cure wounds uh, on you. Uh, and it is five uh, hit points. And then he goes over to uh, Bertram, uh, who he also sees is a little hurt, and he says, oh, thank you so much, and he casts the, the, the same, uh, and you get six. So, one more. He's like, oh, I, yeah, I definitely wouldn't have been able to survive without you guys. Thank you. What were you doing out here in the swamp anyway? This is a dangerous place to be. Well, yeah, I know. And he, uh, from his pack, he pulls out this uh, very ornate rod uh, that has a bunch of different carvings on it, uh, and it, it it's kind of got a faint glowing light to it. And he's like, "Well, I was I was tasked by uh, the rest of our order to come out, and we've heard there's been some burn spots that have been showing up in the marshes. So I was tasked to come out and heal them. That's Wait, that's why I'm out here. Are you in the yeah. order of the maple? No, 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 no. We're uh, I, I'm a tender. Uh, and he t- he turns his back, and it's. It's very similar to the symbol that you saw on the bandits who were calling themselves the true tenders, except this time all of the animals on the true tenders symbol, all the animals were like worshiping the tree. On this one, all the animals are like made in the branches and are kind of like formed through that. So they're in the tree. Yep. I'm I'm just uh, I'm part of the tenders. My name's Ainsley, by the way. Oh, it just kind of looks around at everybody else. (laughs) Um. Uh, so, funny enough, um, yeah, we, we uh, we're looking for the tenders. Oh, we are of the order of the maple. Um, I am Quill. Um, I point up. This is Jean. Cool, Jean. Bertram. Bertram. Uh, Milo. Milo Segrain. Uh, everybody. Uh, I, <laughs> if we can have a quick sidebar, please. Excuse <laughs> us for just a moment. Oh, uh, uh, uh sure. I'll, I'll just be here. Today's a I'll bar over here. Pull everybody in the bar. Ah, yes. Let me pour you some Grey Goose. Oh. <laughs> 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 make that joke every time we say sidebar, just so you know. Yes. Doesn't this seem a little too convenient? Well, how would he know that we're looking for a tender? He doesn't necessarily. So why would it be too convenient? Convenient for, I mean, yeah, convenient for us. The but... bandits know we're looking for a tender, and we're in their swamp. Or they're probably assuming we're looking for it, at least. They know we've discovered stuff about the tenders. Well, but they they have the true tenders. Yeah, I don't. I mean, I don't. Know. It just seems a little shady to me. They seemed pretty proud of the fact that they were true tenders. I don't think we necessarily need to worry too much about this tender. I mean, he seemed a lot nicer than the other true tenders. That's true. He did heal me. And me. <laughs> if I wanted to get in trust with somebody, that's the first thing I'd do. So, what are you suggesting, I Milo? Don't know. He, no. It's when, whenever you're suspicious of somebody, it's prudent to give a fake name. I'm not worried about anyone what, that's what suspicious of me. What fake names be in? You already said your real names. I will be Quill. 
Pretty easily. Are you lying to us about who you are? Why would I do that? I'm just not going to say he's lying. <laughs> insight check. <laughs> Go for it. Yeah, insight check. 18? Uh, he's genuinely telling the truth. He's not lying to you about who he says he is. I'm telling you right now. He's a tender. Okay. He is a tender that is a chicken. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> So he's a chicken tender. <laughs> There's got to be at least eight others somewhere. They usually come in packs of nine or ten. I'm just saying, when we meet somebody with a next to a dangerous monster, it might be prudent not to give out our names first thing. Well, Otis, I I know you know you've we're more than capable of handling ourselves. I'm not too worried. All right, I say. Let's just see where this goes. We don't have to go with him anywhere. Maybe he, even if he is a bandit, at least he'll want to take us there. So then, hey, great. And if he's a bandit, well, you know, we have ways to make him talk. And I look over at Bertram, like, at his hammer. So, Ainsley, where are you headed? Oh, uh, I was just uh, sent to go through the marsh and uh, heal any uh, burned spots of ground that we that I found here. It's that's what this uh, he holds up his staff. That's what this I mean, this is the only one we have uh, anymore. But that's what the staff does. It just it, it heals the land. And you can see everybody make a perception check. 15, 11, 11, dirty 20, <laughs> dirty 20. Nice. Yeah. So uh, Otis and Bertram, you guys see on this staff uh, is it is very ornately carved. But there is the HB logo from Hasselpaw and Beckett that is stamped onto this staff as well. Yeah, this is, uh, he goes around and and uh, I can heal, basically heal trees and nature with this. It's, it's a pretty nifty thing. That's just amazing. Otis raises his eyebrows to everybody else like, I told you so. <laughs> and Quill's looking at Otis going, what? I and I roll an insight check on him as he's saying that as soon as I catch the logo? Yeah, on yeah, it. absolutely. 15? Uh, yeah, he... Uh, you, you can tell he's like pretty proud of of this position that he's been put in, and he's like very excited to uh, be going around and healing the thing that they're supposed to be healing. That is a really cool staff. Where'd you get it? Oh, uh, well, this logo on here, the HB, uh, stands for Hasselpaw and Beckett. They uh, actually carved this for us. It's like one of the only ones uh, in existence, and uh, we've had it for oh, right about. 10, 11 years, something like that. So since the Great Calamity or before? Uh, just before, actually. So, so it he... was actually really is fortuitous that we got this because right after the Great Calamity, we were able to start repairing some of the Scorched Grove. And who exactly gave it to you? Which, both of them? Or? Uh, I believe Beckett was the one who ended up giving it to us. Yeah. And, okay, is Beckett the one who was conning people? Yes, or? he's yes. the people person. Okay, so why would Beckett con artist be giving something helpful okay now quill's getting a little bit more suspicious <laughs> it's can i see what it does well yeah when we find uh some some damaged or burned uh nature you can do that 
Okay, are we done with the talk talk? Now we do the walk walk? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, have you seen Hasselpower back in at all? In recent no, time? No, they, uh, it was before I joined the tenders. Are you? I, cli- <laughs> I climb up on John, 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 I climb up on John and say, hey, we got to take care of this. We'll walk soon. We go walk, walk to Bud Place and he show us the stuff. Two more questions. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Maybe four after that one. <laughs> Maybe. We can be, I mean, if you guys want, we can be walking while we're doing this. Yes, please. I, I don't know where That'd you're going. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, we're uh, we're actually looking for... Do you know about any bandits in the marsh? I mean, there's always rumors of people who are living out in the marsh, feeding off the land that aren't supposed to be there, but I uh, haven't heard of anybody specific. Do you have any map or specific locations that you're supposed to be heading to where you that you know are burned? Uh, yeah, and he pulls out a, uh, a map of, of the marsh area, and you can see there's like... Three or four that are kind of close together that uh, he's like, yeah, here's the, these, these are the ones that I was going to go to first. And then I was just supposed to kind of make a make a brief, you know, loop around and see if there was anything else. And then head back to Winnowing Reach. OK, let's go. And John's going to just start walking. But he doesn't know if he's walking the right way. I'll so look at I, uh... d- roll a roll a luck check. Yeah, just a D20 straight up. Is it still foggy? Is uh, he not, walking off not into too the fog? bad. <laughs> yeah. But what would you roll? Three. Three. Uh, Ainsley. Ainsley looks at you walking away and he like looks at his map and kind of like turns it a little bit and he's like yeah I, I, I guess we can go that, that way I mean you guys are are from the Order of the Maple right I mean I, I recognize your names Quill Jean and and Bertram from uh you're taking over the Marshview chapter uh yes those those two are yes yeah oh that's right they didn't find a replacement for you yet but you're here on your on our trip Quill that's confusing. Um, Jean, I think we should actually be going the other uh, to your left a little bit. Sorry to correct you, but um, just... Jean looks at his fingers, and he's making L's with both of them. <laughs> uh, Jean, this way. This way. Don't turn behind himself. The opposite direction. Oh, you're headed back towards Marshu. <laughs> I do miss home. <laughs> it calls me always. While uh, Ainsley and Quill are... Like gesturing and summoning back Jean, I would like to rifle through his pockets. Yes, make a sleight of hand check. Bad roll, but a twelve. Twelve. Can I give him advantage because I am distracting him? Sure. Slightly better roll. Thirteen. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um. Uh. Well, he is not uh, very perceptive at all, and so you kind of start to to sneak in there. Um, and you find just a couple of rations and then he like turns away from you. So your hand like slips out. Uh, and so you're not really able to, uh, get anything in there, but he's just had like food. Yeah. Mostly just like dried meats and breads. And so, uh, so should we, I mean, you guys are more than welcome. I would actually really like it if you guys came with me because we can do this, you know, together more. Did you have like any support with you? No, I mean there's there's so few of us now that I mean they can't really spare anybody except for you know one person to go out on these healing journeys anymore. So it's just me. Why don't we head towards that clump with the that has the most burn spots together? Sounds good. Do we have any sense of where the bandit camp might be? Not really. Just in the marsh. Just in the marsh. Yeah. I figure if there's if there's clumps close together. I agree. Yeah. Sweet. Uh, yes. Yeah, so you guys start walking and. Uh, you start coming up with, or there, there are, there starts to be signs of heav- more heavily traveled areas uh, here and there. 
and so you end up coming up to the first burn spot. Um, and he's like, oh, perfect. I can show you how this works. And it looks exactly like the burn spot that it left when you guys got knocked back and they teleported that first time. Um, so he kind of goes uh, right to the center of the area that it's in. Uh, and he kind of sticks his staff in the ground. He closes his eyes a little bit, whispers some words, and then some green light from the staff starts to fuse and like pulse into the ground. And it starts to... The, the trees and the shrubs and the grass and everything, it's no longer burned, but it just kind of looks dead. Uh, not that it was, you know killed off but like it was in the middle of winter now is what it looks like the trees are dead and everything and he's and then he takes the staff out of the ground it's like all right next next spring this will all grow up and be uh be a great little patch of area patch of next spring you say yeah so best we we didn't this didn't really come with instructions or anything but best we can figure is that this staff kind of resets the growth cycle on everything and it just kind of makes everything reset and then it's good. And you've been doing this for years. So you know it takes about until spring. Yes. Yep. Because this is, was the patches of the Scorched Grove. We started doing it uh, there and figured out that it worked. We thought it was just some nice looking trinket when we got it because it didn't. we didn't figure out what it did. But then uh, we eventually did. Does do anything did. differently with the moon faces? N- no. I don't. No. No. Nope. Not this. Why? Well, we, you have a favorite moon phase? Mine's n- the new moon, but that's neither here nor there. I Team, like Team blood moon. Oh, wow. That's on brand for Moose Nights. That's, yeah. So uh, if we could have a brief moment, Ainsley. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, can we have a sidebar? <laughs> oh, side, another sidebar. So this all seems super suspicious, right? Indeed. It, it's a little but fortuitous. This guy doesn't know anything. I mean, I think the tenders are being if swindled. If he's, if he's working for the bandits... He has no he idea that he does. I think he's. I think he thinks he's on the right track. But whenever spring comes around, whatever this stuff is doing to the grass is not going to be good. Well, but they've been doing it for years. That's true. So I mean, there's been some good. It's just not. It's. But it's the, healing it, but it's not solving the issue. It keeps happening. So I think. I feel like with this new device that the bandits have, this spring is going to be different. I mean, I don't even know if we have until spring. You said this was a more traveled area, right? Yeah. Well, they, you you can see signs of uh, more people frequenting this area. Do you think you can find us some tracks around here? Yeah. It seems likely to me that we're probably closer to the bandit camp than we were before. And if we can track them down, I we mean, might have an actual shot of finding them. Part of me thinks that if, if they're... You need power to do anything. Magic. I mean, even within our own, within our own body. And so to power this device... Whether that be they have a shard, but I don't think they do. Like we would have seen the shard in that device that they that we've seen. They must be getting their energy from the land. Which device are you talking about? The the, the bandit the big one. The bandit. There was the, the there was the a big obvious. You, you saw the, a light, a, like a I think I said like a purple light. I thought uh, there was a specific there. thing. Like maybe I'm just wrong. Did you say there was light when he used the staff as well? Yes. Did it look similar to the light I saw when I was staring blankly into the marsh? No. Okay. Uh, so the the light you saw uh, was a very similar light to what you saw when it the teleporter. T- teleporter. Yeah. Well, look, we can either keep going towards the tender base, but I think right now there's signs of people moving here. This is probably our best chance of actually finding the bandit camp and getting or destroying whatever the thing is they have. Okay, but 
I know that we are very capable individuals. I'm not incredibly worried about that, but I'm also realistic. We weren't able to do, we weren't as successful as we would have liked when we had the advantage. This is on their home turf, their home base. And we also just got out of a fight with a giant bird thing that tried to suck my soul out. Otis grins, and he hefts his big bag forward that's full of incense and candles and string and rope and crossbows and acorns. And he, he says, don't worry, I've got a plan. And I think that's where we're going to uh, end this episode. So thank you so much for listening. This is Guaranteed Adventures. Going around the table, we have... Nathan playing Bertram Hogsley. Seth playing Otis Segrain. I'm Neil Seth playing Quill Graybell. And I'm Kyle playing Jean Autan, who is tired of the talk talk. (laughs) (laughs) Tired of the talk talk, yes. Thank you for listening, and have a great week. Guaranteed Adventures is brought to you by Tim Gallegos as our GM, Nathan Kuypers, Seth Guthrie, Kyle Bateman, and myself, Seth Kleinwood. Our theme song was created by Rob Benson, and our Maplewood theme is Wonderland by Roman Senny K Music. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at GUAdventurePod. Please feel free to give us a rating on your podcast platform of choice and share it with your friends. Thanks so much for sticking around to the end of the episode, and here's a preview of our next episode coming out next week. Twenty-one. Twenty-five. <laughs> Twenty-five. Yeah. How many attacks you rolling? Twenty-three. I get four. <laughs> <You have> four <laughs> yeah, all of those just absolutely hit.